hikers. Welcome to the Thruer Podcast, where we talk to new and experienced long distance or through hikers about their adventures on and off trail. I'm your host, Cheer. Today, we are catching up with the trail team. Enjoy. Hey everyone, it's Cheer checking in from the CDT. I'm actually off the CDT now, but um, I wanted to give you guys um, an update on um, my section from East Glacier all the way to Canada. Um, There were multiple places in between um, that I stopped in, but this was kind of the main stretch, East Glacier to Canada. So, um, I'm currently, it's kind of late. <laughs> I'm currently in um, Bozeman in my hotel room. Um, have a flight back home tomorrow. But um, yeah, I just wanted to record this before I went home. Um, I thought maybe I'd be able to record um, in East Glacier, but um, everything was just so exciting and I didn't have a chance to get to a quiet area. Um, there were so many hikers around and I was having nice conversations with everybody. So um, didn't get to record this um, there, but wanted to record it before I made my way back to Southern California. So um, yeah, I, it's hard to even find words right now um, just because of what passed in this last section, I was amazing. Um, Glacier is, I would say, the crown jewel of the whole CDT. Beautiful. Um, and I'll go into that a little bit more, but it just took my breath away. It blew my mind. Um, and luckily we had good weather throughout, um, for the most part. So, um, I'll just get right into it. So, um, left East Glacier, I think, yeah, the last time I checked in with you guys was, um, at Luna's place, AKA Looking Glass Hostel. Um, So Steve and I headed out. Snickers wanted to get going a little earlier. So um, he, um, yeah, hiked out a little earlier. We got up when it was dark (laughs) and packed up because we wanted to get going, but we ended up not leaving until a little later um, in the morning, I think maybe 9 a.m. So yeah, headed out and then we found Snickers a little bit later. He was kind of taking his time as he hiked. <laughs> um, and it was interesting because um, we were then hiking with kind of a lot of hikers around. I felt like I was on the PCT again. Um, there were hikers in front of us, hikers behind us. Um, and if you've been listening to these podcasts or if you've watched my YouTube channel, Cheer on the Trail, um, I mentioned multiple times how at how uh, secluded the trail really was, um, pretty much the whole time. So, um, yeah, started to see more hikers hiking northbound. Um, we did hit a bubble of southbounders for a period of maybe, yeah, like two weeks or two and a half weeks where we were seeing hikers, um, going south. But then, um, you know, at this point we started seeing more hikers going our direction. (laughs) So, um, yeah, literally the night after we arrived in East Glacier at Luna's, the bubble hit. Um, so I've been waiting for the northbound bubble to catch up to us. And so that was it. The day after we got to Luna's, everybody came in. (laughs) So, um, 
yeah, it, it was nice to see a lot of hikers, a little overwhelming, um, but it was all in all very nice to be able to just share in the excitement um, because, you know, we were days away from hitting the border um, after all this time. So it was really nice. And we met up with our friend, um, Fix It. We've been seeing him all along the trail. He just catches up to us <laughs> all the time. So um, yeah, we saw Fix It and um, yeah, it's just, it was a party really. Um, so yes, headed out, lots of hikers around. Um, and our first uh, big ascent, um, we went over a pass and we got our first glimpses of, um, I'd say the main part of Glacier. Um, not the main part, but just like the beginnings of Glacier uh, along the CDT. It was stunning. It took my breath away. It was very windy as well. So I didn't spend too much time. There was like this um, lookout point that wasn't necessarily on the trail, but it was like a quick hike up to the top. So I dropped my pack um, and so did Snickers. <laughs> and um, we we went up to see the view and it was amazing. We saw a bunch of the hikers up there. So we're like, okay, we got to do this. <laughs> um, and then hiked down, 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 lots of down. Um, and there were a lot of day hikers out too, to, to medicine. And so this is where I think I mentioned in the previous podcast that, um, that's where Steve and Snickers went to get our permits for Glacier. I didn't go because I just thought there'd be too many people with, um, Steve's parents as well. So I stayed behind, but, um, that's where they drove to get all of our permits for, um, our trek through Glacier. So went to medicine. We had lunch there. Um, there is a big camping areas there. Uh, parts of the area were closed due to bear activity. Um, but not kind of the main area where people like camp and park their RVs and stuff. Um, so quick in and out of two medicine, just had lunch there, <laughs> but you can, um, if you have a permit, you can stay there if you're a hiker. Um, I don't know if many people do just because it's pretty close to East Glacier. Um, so I think people just go straight to East Glacier if they're hiking South or, you know, they just kind of pass by two medicine like we did, um, unless you want a really short day. <laughs> so, um, kept hiking. Um, and it was kind of smoky and I learned that there was a kind of more of a brush fire in Glacier from what I understood called the quartz fire. So kind of a bummer that it was a little bit more smoky, but, um, still like the scenery was still beautiful. It was just a little smoky. So, um, yeah, kept on hiking. Um, and just, I'm going to summarize the section. Um, we went over some stunning passes, lots of ups and downs in the glacier section of the CDT. Um, but yeah, one of the passes that was really amazing, every single one actually was, but, um, triple divide pass was really cool. Um, which was in this stretch from two medicine to mini glacier was our next kind of destination where we were going to camp. We had a permit for mini glacier. So, um, in this stretch, we went through triple divide or up and over <laughs> triple divide pass and on each. So there are three different sides of this kind of pass. Um, one side, the water drains to the Pacific ocean, another, the Atlantic ocean, and then the other to the Hudson um, and so, yeah, I thought that was really neat. I had no idea there was like <laughs> a place where that happened, where there were like three different destinations for, um, the water. So anyway, I thought that was really cool. Um, beautiful pass. 
so many lakes, like glacial lakes, non-glacial lakes, waterfalls. Um, there were a ton of huckleberries around. Um, and this was kind of around Labor Day, a little bit before Labor Day. We were hiking through this area. Um, so yeah, the huckleberries were very ripe and that meant the bears were out. Um, we did see a grizzly. Finally, I've been waiting to see a grizzly um, actually. <laughs> and, um, the one that we saw was kind of at the end of the day on our first day out. Um, and I was kind of lagging in the back, like eating berries. <laughs> and, um, I heard, I think Steve was in the front and I heard him, you know, kind of gasp or whatever. And, um, saw something run and it ended up being a grizzly, a juvenile grizzly. So it was kind of smaller. Um, and it did not care about us at all. It wasn't scared of us. Uh, well, we kind of scared it at first, but it just like ran maybe, I don't know, 20 feet. So it was probably like 30 feet away from us and it just kept eating the berries and didn't really care about us at all. So, um, we kind of kept, you know, made sure the bear knew we were there, um, made sure it was kind of safe to pass. Um, and so we did, and it just kept eating the berries. It didn't even really like look up at us much. <laughs> So Steve ended up getting a photo of it um, really quick as we were kind of passing by. I didn't get any footage just because I wanted to be fully like present, but um, he had a photo of it. And um, I, if you guys want to see that, it's up on my YouTube channel, um, Cheer on the Trail, if you want to check it out. Um, yeah, so he got a good photo of it. Uh, well, it wasn't like the full body photo, but you could see it um, kind of above the berry bushes. <laughs> So cool sighting. I was really excited to see one because I've been waiting. Like I, you know, think I've seen one, but it was in the bushes. That was kind of near um, Yellowstone. I thought maybe we kind of saw one, but we didn't really get a good look at it. So anyway, this is my first actual, like for sure sighting of grizzly bear. Um, so I, yeah, I was excited about that. Um, and then um, we saw a bull moose in our first campground. Um which was really cool too. And again, that I think all of the animals in Glacier are just so used to seeing humans that they just don't even care about them. They're not scared of them. They just keep doing what they're doing and living their lives. <laughs> and um, they don't really care unless, you know, I, we talked to someone later that um, had to use her bear spray and that sort of thing. So sometimes that of course does happen. Um, and that's what the bear spray is for. But um, yeah, just my experiences throughout this whole stretch and actually the whole trail, I never really had any scary um, animal encounters. So um, yeah, this grizzly sighting was a good encounter. The moose sighting was a good encounter. Um, and I did see a couple black bears as well. So, um, but yeah, nothing scary or anything like that. And they actually, you know, were kind of close. So, um, you know, they were just so focused on eating, really, all of them. Um so yeah, and in this stretch too, like I said, you have to have um, permits for every place you camp at night. So um, the campgrounds are really nice, um, which makes sense because this is like a very um, highly trafficked area, even in the backcountry. Um, although we didn't see too many non like long distance hikers in the backcountry most places, um, but the campgrounds are really nice. Apparently, you can have four people on your permit. However, um, we, so we had three on ours, me, Stevie Wonder and Snickers. Um, it would have been hard to add another tent to our group because the camp spaces are kind of like small for four separate tents. Um, so we kind of barely fit 
in most, <laughs> most of the, uh, camp areas, but, um, we made it work. Um, sometimes, you know, somebody would cowboy camp if needed and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, made it work, but the campgrounds were really nice cause they had privies, um, that were very clean. Um, and then they had eating areas. So you would have to, um, hang your food and everything before you even set up camp. And, um, that's kind of where you ate. There were benches, there were like little wooden tables, like stump tables. So yeah, it was kind of like a luxurious way to end the trail. Um, <laughs> so every night we had like an amazing campground. Um, so yeah, I was very thankful for that. Um, and then going into mini glacier, the day we, we got there, um, we went over Pigan Pass, um, Pigan or Pigan, I don't know the correct way to pronounce it, but Pigan, Pigan Pass. Um, and I saw my first like actual big glacier. Um, so that was really cool, Pigan Glacier. And um, yeah, after that, there were more glaciers to come, especially after Mini Glacier. Um, and hiking into Mini Glacier as well, there were, of course, a lot of tourists. So <laughs> we had to kind of navigate around the crowds and that sort of thing. But, um, many glacier was really great. Um, lots of hikers in the backcountry permit site. Um, I think there were like 15 to 20 hikers at the end of the day, um, like long distance hikers that were finishing the CDT. So it was kind of a fun, fun little party as well. There were some good places to eat in many glacier. It's definitely like a tourist spot, but still small. Um, there wasn't like a huge, hotel right nearby. There was one, um, along a lake, not too far, but, um, nothing right there. There were just like cabins and that sort of thing. And then a big, a couple big, um, tent, uh, areas. So camping areas. Um, so yeah, it was nice to just kind of hang out with other hikers and just talk about trail and how everybody was feeling about like being almost done. Um, so yeah, it was just a nice kind of last big, group setting, I guess, <laughs> before, um, hitting Canada. So it was nice to be in a bubble again, really. Um, because like I was saying before the trail was pretty lonely. <laughs> um, luckily I had my trail buddies to hike with. Uh, I don't know if I would have been as successful without them, honestly, if I had to do this solo, which I know a lot of people who do the CDT do it solo. I think it's mostly a solo trail, um, maybe until the end a lot of solo hikers. <laughs> so I don't know if I could have done it by myself. I think I could have, but I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. Um, so yeah, it was nice to be with, with kind of a lot of hikers in one place. Um, and we were also able to change our permit in mini glacier. So there is a permit office. Um, so if you don't get like in your first round of getting permits into medicine, if you don't get exactly what you want, you have another chance um, in mini glacier to change your permits around. Um, <clears throat> so we had a 27 mile day out of mini glacier with, I think over 6,000 feet of gain. Um, <laughs> so we were like, okay, yeah, we got to change that because that just sounds awful. Um, not awful, but just really tough. Um, especially in a place like glacier, <laughs> like lots of ups and downs and passes. So, um, we were able to change that and, um, kind of the trade-off was we would be getting off of the CDT for a day and then making our, our way back to the CDT, um, to then hike 
um, forgetting now, like 12 miles to the border. So um, we decided to do that trade-off, and I'm so glad we did because we got to go through um, something called the Ptarmigan Tunnel. Um, and again, this is off the CDT, but it's kind of like an alternate way you can go, and then you can get back on the CDT later. Um, and the Ptarmigan Tunnel was amazing. So the hike out of Many Glacier was like in the morning. Um, we made it up to this tunnel that it looked like Lord of the Rings. If you guys are Lord of the Rings fans, it looked like, um, like a mines of Moria type thing where there's there, you know, you hike up to this kind of pass area and, um, then there's just like a tunnel right through the mountain. Um, not too like long or anything, but it just looks so cool. And on both sides, it was just beautiful views, but especially on the opposite side um, of the Tarmacan Tunnel, it was probably, I would say, the best view I had on the whole trail. And I know it's not technically on the trail, but um, just amazing. Like, if you want to see footage, it is on my YouTube channel, like a lot of footage, because I just was like in awe. Um, glaciers everywhere, beautiful lakes. We were like, just got out of the tunnel and um, really beautiful trail going down like dis on the descent of the Tarmigan Tunnel. It wasn't overgrown. Most of the trail actually was overgrown in Glacier, honestly. Um, so it was, it was a little tough to hike actually, because you couldn't always see your feet and there were holes sometimes. So it was a little bit frustrating, but um this part um, was very well-groomed. So yeah, it was just a joy to hike through the Tarmigan Tunnel. So if you kind of want an alternate to hiking on the CDT, I definitely recommend going through the Tarmigan Tunnel and then cutting back over um, to the CDT. So beautiful views. Um, raspberries were growing. Um, and so yeah, we made our way to Waterton Lake a day later. Um, and it was border day. <laughs> so um, I was pretty speechless in the morning. It, it, it's funny. I When I finished the PCT, it was very kind of matter of fact, like, oh, yeah, of course we're here. Like, here it is. Um, let's just take a couple photos and be on our way. So I, I, I was kind of feeling the same way um, the other day that we hit the terminus. Um, so, but I was also very excited. I don't know, it's it's just a weird um weird emotional roller coaster in a way, but it's also like very casual, like for me at least. Um, I don't know, it's it's I can't even really describe the feeling. <laughs> but um yeah, just hiking up to the terminus, we saw Waterton Lake you know, a couple of miles before, I think four miles before the terminus. And, um, once I saw Waterton Lake, we had lunch there and everything. Um, I knew like, okay, it's happening. It's finally happening. It's flat trail. Um, and we really kind of like cruised to the terminus. Um, there was a section where there were like bald eagles nesting. And so we had to like not talk <laughs> for like, I think, oh my gosh, a mile. Um, so yeah, we, we were just kind of solitary. I was kind of in my thoughts. I kind of cried a little bit like two miles before the monument, um, just cause it kind of got real a little bit. Um, and I was also thinking like about Snickers, he was finishing his triple crown. Um, and so I was just kind of in awe of that. And, um, 
yeah, there was a certain point we got to be a mile away from the terminus and I, I was in the front. Um, we were kind of cruising and we got there a lot earlier than we thought. And so I turned to him. I was like, okay, Snickers, like the triple crowner needs to go first. <laughs> so had him go first, um, <clears throat> hike to the monument. And, um, yeah, it was surreal. Like we, it was all overgrown, lots of trees. And then all of a sudden, um, the trees disappeared and I just saw the monument and, um, I kind of like squealed or made a weird noise, I'm sure. Um, and it was just the most amazing epic view in the back of the monument. You could see where the border was cut in the trees, kind of like the PCT. You could see where the border was because they cut like a line in the trees um, across the, the um, lake. And um, there's these epic like mountains in the background um, of the lake. And it was about 3 p.m., ish when we got there 3:30 and so the lighting was beautiful um it was like shining right on the monument <laughs> um good weather luckily um it wasn't like smoky um i think the wind kind of blew the smoke away yeah so the conditions were just perfect and we did have some hikers already there so they like celebrated with us a little bit and snickers actually knew one of them um short sticks um, she hiked on the PCT and I think I met her on the PCT as well. <clears throat> and I think they met on the AT too. Um, so they were both triple crowners, but anyway, that was really special for him. He got to see her get her triple crown. He just got his triple crown. So we did a little triple crown ceremony, um, <laughs> for them. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, we just kind of like took photos of course. And, um, Steve went for a swim in the lake. It was a little cold for me, so I decided not to. Um, and then we had some whiskey <laughs> and just, yeah, just, it was more of a quiet celebration, really. Um, we were just all in awe, happy. And um, once we were kind of done with all of those little festivities, I told the guys that I wanted some time alone um, at the monument. And so they just hiked back because we had... <clears throat> um, our camping site wasn't too far away. It was just kind of at the main part of Waterton Lake where we had lunch um, in that area. So they didn't. Ha it wasn't really far away. So I was like, you guys go ahead and um, I'm going to catch up with you. So I had some like alone time with a monument. Um, and I took a little YouTube video too <laughs> with some like parting words. Um, so yeah, and I kind of said like, it's so hard to describe this feeling um, of being done. I can't even believe it's done. It's not, it hasn't hit me. I don't think it will hit me. <laughs> um, but I was just so happy. I was so happy, kind of happy to be done. Cause it was hard trail for me. Um, but I was also happy that I actually finished it. Like I didn't, um, I know this is a very personal choice of how you want to hike the trail. Um, but I didn't really, I don't want to skip miles. Um, so I, you know, never hitched around anything. Um, if I took an alternate, I made sure to do all the miles. Um, sometimes we did more miles than we had to, um, just because we took alternates. Um, so yeah, I was just really proud of myself for doing it. Um, because it was difficult, especially, um, certain parts of the trail, so I might just reflect right now on the different states that I went through and kind of the general feeling I feel now 
looking back. Um, so New Mexico, where I started, really surprised me. Um, I didn't think I was going to like hiking in the desert. Um, I knew it was going to be different than like Southern California, where I'm from. Um, I actually really loved New Mexico. And I don't know if it's because it was the beginning of the journey, but um, I love the whole state, even like the beginning, Lordsburg. Hiking to Lordsburg was very desolate and harsh and hot and not much water. Um, but for whatever reason, it was just so magical. I, it was completely unexpected. So New Mexico was like the most unexpected surprise, I think, of this trail for me. I would actually go back and hike it again. Um, yeah, the desert's magical. Um, the geodes sparkling in the sun. Um, the cows, the solitary cows living out there. I am so amazed by cows. Like after this journey, uh, cows are so resilient. <laughs> they can live in really harsh conditions. Um, so yeah, it was just a magical experience to hike through New Mexico along the CDT. It was also great because, um, you didn't really have to hitch much, um, to get into town, most of the towns are right off the trail, so that's really convenient too. Because <laughs> there are some long hitches on the CDT if you've like listened to all the podcasts. I'm sure I mentioned many of them. Um, so yeah, there were so many beautiful places in New Mexico I wasn't expecting to um, experience in the way I experienced it. Um, so yeah, I'd definitely go back there <laughs> to hike again. Something about it something about it. Um, even though it was harsh, it was just a great experience. Um, Colorado for me was probably the hardest state in the whole triple crown. I'm just going to call it now because I had to deal with not extreme, but just like low key altitude sickness most of the time. Um, but I made it through. (laughs) I mean, it's hard enough to hike up passes day in and day out, four times a day, five times a day. Um, and I did it with altitude sickness. So, and it was, it was low key. Um, I kind of made a pact with myself. If I threw up, I'm going home. Like that's my line. That's, I'm drawing the line there, but luckily that never happened. So I made it through Colorado. It was really beautiful, but it just was not my favorite. Um, and that's definitely a personal, um, a very personal thing because <laughs> a lot of people like Colorado a lot. Um, but I just had trouble there. And I also got hypothermia there. Um, I got heat exhaustion in Colorado. So it was just kind of like whacked me around a little bit. I think, (laughs) um, Wyoming was also a magical state for me. Um, New Mexico, Wyoming magic. It was difficult too. My tent collapsed in a crazy storm. Um, so that was hard to deal with, but, um, otherwise, yeah, Wyoming, I have a lot of good feelings towards Wyoming, (laughs) wild horses and the geysers and the thermal pools were amazing. Um, so yeah, I really liked Wyoming. Idaho was a little underwhelming. Um, And I think it might just have been because it was after Wyoming and I had a pretty magical kind of experience in Wyoming as well. And um, Idaho was beautiful still, but it was just more like 
not as epic, I guess, in my mind. Um, so I think I was kind of going back and forth between the border of Idaho and Montana for a week and a half or two weeks. Um, and then it was into Southern Montana and all of Montana really, well, at least Northern Montana, I really loved Southern Montana was kind of similar to Idaho. (laughs) For me, it was just a little bit like, okay, it was hot. It was exposed. I wasn't really in a good mindset for a bit of it. Um, I wanted to go home at certain points, but um, stuck with it. <laughs> and um, luckily, Snickers was really supportive, and um, Steve was really supportive, even though I was kind of grumpy sometimes. Cheer isn't always cheerful. <laughs> so um, yeah, I I really appreciated my trail family when I was kind of going through <laughs> some hard times, and they, you know, their mindset, I'm sure, at certain points was also kind of hard, um, especially when it was just exposed and there wasn't a lot of water. So yeah, it was, it was nice to get into, uh, Northern Montana cause I kind of had a, a resurgence of hope. <laughs> um, and then Glacier was just, like I said, beautiful, amazing. Um, so yeah. And then we had to actually hike out, <clears throat> um, after reaching the terminus so we hiked to the other terminus um, because there's a road there. So there's different two different termini, terminuses um, that you could either start at if you're a southbound hiker or end at if you're a northbound hiker. So there's the Waterton Lake terminus where we ended, which was so epic. And there's the, I think it's called um, Chief Mountain um, Terminus. It's right by the border along a road. Um, so we hiked out to... An, you you guys might have to let me know what the exact name is because now I'm totally forgetting. I just wanted to, <clears throat> I think, be done at the end because the weather was kind of getting bad as we were hiking out. Um, and so I wasn't totally like paying attention. <laughs> I was just following the guys and um, Steve's parents picked us up. But um, yeah, that the other terminus, um, I'd say if you you kind of have a choice on where to end or start, I would definitely start or end at Waterton Lake, if you can. Um, it was just such an epic way to end. It was such an epic way to end. Um, so that's what I recommend, (laughs) but I know that's not, um, convenient because you kind of have to hike in and out, um, unless you go into Canada or come in from Canada. So yeah, I think, um, I don't really know what else to say. I'm just done. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with the CDT. It's crazy. So, um, yeah, I don't know when it's going to hit me, but, um, I'm so happy that I had all the experiences I had on this trail. Um, it's definitely different than the PCT and that's the only other experience I have with long distance hiking. Um, this was definitely more brutal, but just hiking through Glacier and, um, hiking to the Waterton Lake terminus was just worth all of the struggles. Um, it was worth all of the struggles. So brutal, but beautiful, (laughs) I think is a good way to describe the CDT. Um, now that I've done the whole thing. So on to the next trail, I'm planning on doing a full through hike of the Appalachian trail next year, 2023. 
Um, so yeah, I'll keep you guys updated on that. I, I don't really know what I'm getting into. Um, I'm starting to talk to other hikers and the thruer community, um, during our zoom meetups and stuff, our hiker happy hours, um, about the AT. So I'm getting a lot of good insight, um, but I haven't really done my own research yet. Um, so yeah, um, I do plan on having a series about, because I learned so much, obviously, on the CDT that I'd like to share, especially for people who are thinking about hiking the CDT someday. Um, I'd like to share my thoughts on what I wish I knew before I hiked the CDT, <laughs> um, because I didn't do a ton of research before hiking this trail either. Um, I just kind of wanted to dive in and see what happened. <laughs> so I learned so much um, hiking all these miles. So, um, yeah, I look forward to sharing with you guys, um, all the things that I wish I knew <laughs> before hiking. Um, so thank you guys, um, for following along. Um, and I hope, I hope you follow along next year as well and, um, follow along with our trail team. Um, definitely plan on having another trail team next year. Uh, the trail team this year was so great. Love following along with them, especially on social media. It's mostly like a social media um, way to follow with our hikers. But um, there were a few that did do the podcast episodes. So <laughs> some people like doing that as well. So we might keep doing that. Um, I'm definitely going to keep doing it. So if we have other people on the trail team next year who are interested, definitely keep doing that as well from different trails. So stay tuned for all of that. And thanks again for following along. Um, cheer is signing off, <laughs> um, for the year. I mean, I'm still going to be doing podcast, uh, Q and A's and that sort of thing with the trail team, but for the purposes of the CDT adventure, we are, um, we are done. We are done. <laughs> so, um, there are definitely places I want to go back to though. So I will be returning to the CDT, I'm sure someday. Um, but got to do the AT first. So I hope you guys follow along and, um, thanks again. I'll talk to you soon. And that's a wrap for today. I hope you enjoyed this update. Be sure to stay tuned for the latest from our trail team and all of the links to support and follow along with all of the hikers is on the Thruer trail team landing page, which is on our website. You can search for it by going to www.thruer.com. That's www.thru-r.com. And you can go to the top um, where it says trail team, click on that and you will see all of the links you need to follow along with each one of our trail team members. And if you want easy access to that, you can just check out the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening today. And until next time, happy hiking.